There we go. Alright everybody, welcome to Honky Talk. This is Todd, and I'm here with the homeboy Big D. What's up, Big D? What's up, man? Not much, man. Hey, uh, so this is going to be a monthly podcast. We call it Honky Talk for some reasons Darren's about to get into with the disclaimer. Honky Talk is brought to you by two portly honkies. That's right. We're pretty portly. <laughs> we are two fat white dudes who Husky. grew up in an urban area with opinions. That's just what they are, their opinions. So if you don't like them, listen, turn it off. You're free to right. turn this off at any time. Um, it's certainly not our intent to offend anybody, but it's also not our intent to, intent to hold back. Um, on not holding back, this probably ain't for your kids, man. Right, right. Uh, Todd, he cusses. I do cuss. Sometimes it's a lot. He's angry. It's also part of his charm. Also... We get feedback on the, uh, I've gotten more feedback on the title. People love it. Yeah, people love Honky Talk. Uh, but, it, you know, if you're, you know, Cletus that, that wears a sheet on the weekend as yeah, a Yeah, with the eyes cut out. Or you're yeah, some yeah. kind of white supremacist uh, dude. Yeah. This ain't for you either. Yeah, this ain't for you, Hitler. We love all people. We do. All people of colors and creeds and nationalities and, and whatever. We just love, love, love the word honky. We love it. There's, I mean, there's not not a funnier word in the English language than right, honky. Right, and I'm just I'm just glad it represents uh, us white Irish Irish folk. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, we don't mean to offend. We don't. Uh, you won't hear us talk about religion or politics because, frankly, you can just turn on the TV for that. Yeah, yeah. We're not Fox News, dude. Yeah, or CNN nope. for that matter. Um. Also, this is a two-way street. We can hear from you. We have a Facebook page, Honky Talk. Hit us up. Hit us up, man. Let us know what you guys think. All right, and with ready? that, we're getting into the Big Fat Fable of the Month. Dee's got something for us. Yeah, so the Fat Fable, um, being two fat dudes, we, we have observations. And I had some from last month. You know, I fly a little bit more than average, and I actually took three flights last month. Man, that's a lot of flying. It is for a fat dude. Yeah, that's more that than I've much. had in my life. Uh, uh, as a fat guy who tries to make up for his fat, right? I don't want to make my fat your problem. Uh, I am constantly trying to not get in others' way. And in that effort, when I'm in a place like a plane, which, you know, Ralphie May said that there were enemies of the fat, and one of those was wicker. Uh, yeah. We don't do wicker. No, no, wicker hurts. Not only not only that, but it can collapse. It and then can you can collapse. have a a story like your grandkids are telling yeah, yeah, to their to yeah. their grandkids, yeah. like when your fat grandpa fell through the wicker chair. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I think the plane is another mortal enemy of the fat man. Yeah, it's not made for fat people. So I took these three flights, and I noticed uh, today isn't so much a fat fable as it is a skinny fable. Yeah, yeah. Thin. Yeah, I've Thin. noticed some of you skinny folk, uh, yeah. although I am self-aware, try to be, y'all ain't. No, they're not. They're not. Not at all. And so you're really not aware of yourself on an airplane. Shots out to Southwest Airlines, though. You yeah. got to fly. Go yeah. Southwest, man. Yeah, they ain't killing your dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've noticed five people, uh, and and you know Todd will tell you, this is no lie. I mean, I texted him while a lot of this was happening yeah. Live. Yeah. live. So these are true stories of five different people. Right. The first guy, um, 
keep in mind I fly Southwest just because they they're great, right? And we we don't get paid by Southwest. I'm not not stating that in any way. I just love them. Right. Uh, they make flying palatable for everybody, and so I fly them. And keep in mind, Southwest flights are cheap. Right. 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 They're not expensive, and so the first shots out go to five thousand dollar suit guy. Yeah. Yeah. Rocking a $5,000 suit yeah. on a $200 flight. Yeah, Pat Riley's on the flight. Right. Slick back hair. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he's clearly um, out of his element because if you've right. ever flown Southwest, it's our people. That's right. They're honkies. Right. Not just right. honkies. I mean, all nationalities fly Southwest, but... But mainly honkies. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, it's not your high-class people. And this dude nah. thinks that this is his, it's his own airplane. Yeah. He's like ordering people around, like yeah. demanding the Wall Street Journal, complaining yeah. that there's no, you know, there's no Wi-Fi because he's got to be in constant contact. He's running his biz. Yeah, yeah. You got to run your biz from 30,000. You know who this guy reminds me of is like, no. have you ever seen Step Brothers? Yeah. Derek. Okay, Derek. Derek Derek right. was on the plane yeah. in a $5,000 yeah. suit. Yeah. He's got to make his nut. Yeah, Derek's, Derek's a dick. Right. So, Derek... Um, you know, do chill out, bro. Yeah, You're yeah. not at the Virgin Airlines business class bar. Right. Okay, right. this is Southwest, man. I just I just really just want to get to where I'm going. Yeah, tell your suit to shut up, bro. Yeah. Second, the barely there yoga shorts mom. Oh, yeah, yeah. God bless yoga shorts, by the way. <laughs> I'm a married man, would never cheat on my wife, but I love yoga shorts. I don't. I don't even go there. I mean, yeah. I, I my wife is more than enough for me. But uh, look, yeah. I get that you love your body, lady. Yeah. Um, I can tell a lot of other people do too by the right. gawks right. you're getting. Um, far be it for me to judge anyone's appearance. I obviously can't do that. Um, well, obviously she wants everybody to love her body the same as well, she does, or else she would not be wearing yoga pants. Well, not yoga shorts. Oh, shorts. Sorry. Yoga and shorts. And she's doing calisthenics on the flight. I mean, far oh, be it for oh, me. Wear whatever oh, you want. Yeah. But don't be in the aisle way doing yeah. downward dog. Yeah. That's be, all I'm saying. Yeah. Don't bend over in my face. I'm not trying to see all that. Yeah. No, no. Um, you know, I got peanuts on the way, too. Yeah. And. Yeah. I don't bring food on the plane. We'll get into that a little later. But, mm -hmm. you know, those peanuts are life, bro. Yeah. So um, get out of the way of my peanuts. Yeah. And go sit yourself down. Your kid is literally climbing on someone else's head at right. this point. Right. Knocking over their iPad. Plus, it's 30 degrees out there, Fonda. When we get off the plane, you're going to be freezing. Put some clothes on. So the next thing, I kind of hit on it before, execution by the state level last meal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so these flights, I don't, you know, I'm not going to the West Coast from Ohio. Right. It's it's literally like an hour, hour and a half flight. Right. You got dude, this dude brought on like a seven course meal and it was mm. all seafood. Ah, uh, uh, stench. I mean, mm. there's Lingering a finite stench. amount of air in that plane. Right. Right. It is an enclosed area. So I don't want to get off the plane. Like when I pull up in my driveway, every cat in my neighborhood's following me to my front door because I smell like the perch. Yeah. And this, yeah. the shrimp you ate, bro. And there ain't nothing worse as a fat guy than because seafood stench lingers. Absolutely. And, and then it clings. Yes. And it always clings on the big dude. It because does. Because he's taking up more air. <laughs> right. 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 So now everybody's smelling you thinking. It's sticking to my big and tall blazer pretty well. Right. 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 So now everybody thinks the casual male 
is the right. one that was eating all the seafood. Right. When actuality, right. it was fucking Charlie tuna fish over right. here. Right. 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 Yeah. So, um, you know, hold it on the hush puppies there. Uh, yeah. next person, the frat bro. Oh yeah, man. Okay, so this guy's got seventy-two pieces of luggage on him. Uh, he's carrying them all because bro, he lifts, bro. bro. Do you bro, even lift? Bro, 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 <laughs> bro. Watch out, bro, bro. Coming through, bro. Coming through, bro. And second of all, there's a fungus on his lip, to quote Cousin Eddie, that they ain't quite, uh, you know, identified yet. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. he's always late. Yeah. Always late. Plane yeah. hold up. Yeah, yeah. Bro busts under the scene with bro. 72 backpacks. Bro. Uh, first of all, tear yourself away from the keg stand. Yeah. It's Southwest. They check two bags free. You don't even have to do all this, man. Right. But because you're late, you're running through the airport. Right. And, uh, right. you know, got Look yourself it. sweaty. Yeah. The beer is coming through your sweat. Right. Looking like OJ from the Hertz commercial. You know, Heard you're him. half drunk, too. Right. right. Uh, I know... Not only are you carrying backpacks, but you ain't got no luggage. And, and you know, I've been that guy. Right. But your hefty bags, if you check them, they ain't going to tail. They ain't going to tear. I know you need your extra hoodies, bro. I know you need those extra extra Yeezys to pull to pull all the women in, right. the, in the Vegas, you know, bro fest you're going to. Right. But seriously, man, get some real luggage. Only pack a few Yeezys. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only need two pair of Yeezys to see DJ Polly D and Vince. Right, right. Fist You're bump right. and two pair of Yeezys right. instead of one. And lastly, st- stay, keep your distance. I That virus, I'm sure it was given to you um, yeah. in a way that I can't receive. But right. at the same time, um, if it's not, I don't, I don't want it. Yeah, I'm not trying to breathe in your herpes, bro. <laughs> and then lastly, uh, my favorite... I am not a fan of the hippie. Oh, yeah. No, no. Stinky hippies. Nobody likes a hippie. Um, To the stinky patchouli and armpit cheese smelling hippie couple Mm. that decided to sit Mm. next to me and show their love. Oh, nice. Nice. We're trying to be more family friendly, so you know what show your love means. Right. Um, While they're trying to copulate, their stench is copulating their own hippie love child. Right. Right. Um, if it's not the mere just disgust of your hippie love on display, moon doggy, it, it's the funk Oof. that has been mixed together that mm. is causing me to run mm. to the bathroom. So, like you said, uh, there, sunshine, pass me the barf bag. Yeah, and it's gonna smell better afterward. Why is that? The barf's gonna smell way better than the <laughs> than the hippies. <laughs> yeah, my re- yeah. recycled Cinnabon. I don't know. It has how, to smell better than that. Yeah, I don't know how many of you smelled chicks' armpits, but yeah, that's not. Yeah, hairy armpits at that. Yeah. Barf's better. So those are the five people I believe now we can get on with the show. Yeah. So, uh, look, the first thing we're going to get into uh, this month is uh, the NCAA has uh, been doing an investigation the past couple months on the, uh, the NCAA basketball. Uh, apparently. Wait. Uh, yeah. You mean players were being paid? Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> Good Lord, they made a whole damn movie about that. It was called Blue Chips. In the 90s. In the 90s. Shaq was in that. Wait, there's a problem? Yeah, there's a problem. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Didn't, didn't Wooden have the best teams that could be bought in the 50s and oh, 60s? Man. Here comes the mail. Oh, good Lord. I mean, this has been around forever. 
and it's just now a problem? The FBI is just now getting involved? Hell, if the NCAA don't care, who else cares? I mean, again, I said we weren't going to get political. I got to think the FBI might have better things to do. Yeah, yeah, like terrorists. Right. You know what I mean? Why, why are you stopping Rick Pitino? Or kids taking guns into high schools. Yeah, yeah, something. Something. I mean, but you could leave. You, you don't need to, uh, you know, mess with the Joe Pesci of college basketball, <laughs> Rick Pitino. You know? Hey, yo! Hey, yo, uh, Spider, I'm going to need you to uh, bring the hookers through the side door there. And uh, while you're at it, uh, get get that kid. Uh, I'm recruiting $10,000 from Adidas. Do I amuse you? <laughs> Am I funny to you? Funny how? <laughs> Do you believe me? He is the Joe Pesci of coaching. Right. Um, so what's your take on it, though? Well, my take is, uh, man, I think you'd get a lot of that out of college basketball, maybe by paying the players. Um, I think a lot, a lot of the problems that have came from college uh, basketball, especially with the betting on uh, the, the point shaving at Boston College and stuff, uh, with the real uh, life uh, good fellows there involved in that, was that they prey on um, the poor student athlete who doesn't have a lot of money, and they come at them promising uh, money, and uh, who's not going to take it at 19? Yeah, I think some of this has to do with pay duration, too. You know, we look at these athletes and, you know, they're they're popular in high school, right? Yeah, and they have yeah. girls and they have popularity and yeah. they have and, – and there's a lot of hater in these people that are like, why do they need to be paid? Well, they shouldn't live below the standard of living. Right, right. Right? I mean, you know, I know that they get all the food that they, that they want now. The NCAA just passed that. Right, right. A lot of them were going hungry. Right. Yeah. Which is crazy. Which is very crazy. Right. Right. Um, I know they get a stipend. I know they get room and board. Um, here's my thing. Yeah, I, I'll just sum it up like this. The coaches aren't going hungry. That's for sure. No. In 10 states across the U.S., the highest paid state employee is a coach. Um, I'm not, I don't have a lot of hater in my game, though, because I think those coaches are generating revenue. I think that, that you know, if you look at the uh, amount of money they bring into any program, uh, the school's making the money back. So right. I, I don't see a problem there. Um, I think that in basketball specifically, I think it's high discrimination that a kid can't come out of high school and go into the pros and make money at what they want to do. Oh, I totally agree. I think they should get rid of the one and done. I think. That, that would get rid of a lot of, a lot of it, I think. And I, then if you yeah. pay a living wage, yeah. um, then that gets rid of a second thing where people aren't taking money out of need. Well, as opposed like, to what? Right. It's 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 need now. Uh, these college athletes need money. So they're going to take money when it's thrown at them. Right. Uh, also, I think me and you also agree on this point, is that they need to be able to cash in on their likeness. Yeah, I agree with that, too. I don't know that we want college athletes cashing in on their likeness while they're playing amateur athletics. Uh, I know the term amateur may go away, but, you know, if you look at how the Olympics does it, those people are able to cash in on their likeness. I think, though, while they're in school, um, I think maybe it goes into a trust, and then when they graduate, they can do whatever they need. There may be, if that trust exists and there is a need, they should have access to that money. Yeah, um, I totally agree. But, you know, I don't I, – I think, too, the other thing is when we go into determining what the athlete, athletic uh, – athletic you know what they're what they're accomplishing and how much it's worth. I don't think you can just say 
well, tuition and room and board is X amount, and it's 25000 a year, so they're getting 25000 You know, they're getting an education. And if you get an education, that education pays off. Um, to say that the secondary, I don't even, is it secondary education, the college system in America has failed? I, I would uh, I would say it's probably failing in some in some areas folks are coming out of school and not ready to do uh, particular jobs in, 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 in industry whatever that may be I think that that those studies are out there and that's clear but um, still you can't you can't discount you know being in big games national media attention uh, media interviews, uh, presenting yourself, carrying yourself uh, uh, on camera, all of those things are worth something. They're just not worth. Uh, they're just they're just not getting paid what they're worth. And I think take care of the need, uh, and then if there's profit to be made off of these folks, you gotta you gotta break them off something, and you just you know you leave it in a in a certain trust. If they have a need, they can get access to it. But if not, when they withdraw. They're good. Um, so I think that I don't think that two guys sitting in a basement in Ohio are going to solve the problem of the NCA. I think that's a complex thing. But like anything else that's big, if you could just pick little problems out and you solve right. little problems like the one and done would solve things. You right. know, that way you're not going to school for a semester and then blowing off the second half. Meeting the need would solve things, you know, and then being able to pay these folks on likeness. And then third, I think that. Everybody needs to take a real hard look at the NCAA role and what it is they do. Yeah, they I, I tend to believe they should be abolished. Uh, they don't do anything. They have no teeth to enforce. You got to have somebody. Somebody's got to guard the hen house. But I, I get it. But the NCAA just isn't doing it. Yeah, I mean maybe yeah. that needs to be revamped. I don't. Yeah, know. probably. But, you know that's um, cool. Hey, that's cool. And uh, pay your indentured servants because that is exactly what student athletes are, indentured servants. Okay. Just, uh, I'm just saying. They're they're paid with room and board. That's the same thing an indentured servant was given. So <laughs> we will leave that alone. But anyhow, uh, we're going to get into my next thing, which uh, I know we disagree upon. Wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly disagree on. I'm going to, this is the one and probably only time I will ever take the side of a millennial on anything, anything, because your rap sucks. You're wrong. Your rap sucks. Dr. Seuss is coming back for his, coming back for his lyrics and his rhyme, his rhyme patterns. Okay. So he's coming back for that. But baseball, baseball, we need you to get into this century. We need you to speed up the game. We need you to cut the season short, and we need you to uh, enforce some rules to get this game going. It is America's pastime. Why? Because it used to be a pastime. Now we don't have five hours a day to go to a ballpark and just hang out. Maybe some of us do. D does. I think you got five hours a day to go to the baseball. Here well, we go. well, if, if you wanted, I, I, I mean. I love baseball. Don't I'm get me wrong. I'm returning emails and taking calls at the same time, and I can do that because the pace of the game is slow. Right. Right. I get you. But I want it to be a little more faster. I want it to be a little more exciting. I don't need a guy warming up in the bullpen for an hour just to come out and warm up for another 10 to 15 minutes. There's no exaggeration there. None. 
because that that's exactly what happens at a baseball game. And not only that, but I don't need whoever the the big player is uh, at the plate stepping off the plate to adjust himself, adjust his bat, revamp his gloves, do something to his helmet, then step back in to strike out. Some things, you know, in life are worth waiting for. You should take your time in some things. Some things. Some things are nice when done slow. Long. (laughs) I'm just saying, here's my take on it. So for a hundred years, everybody was cool on baseball. Because it was the only thing to do. Even, Even the dudes that went over... And storm the beaches at Normandy. Because it was all Could be entertained. Could be, Dudes that were, you know, went through battle. Right? So. That, that was their rock stars of the day. Right. Ted Williams was a rock star. Right. So th- the greatest generation our country has ever seen was entertained by baseball. Maybe baseball isn't supposed to be basketball. Maybe it's not supposed to be football. Maybe it is supposed to be different. Maybe it's supposed to be something where you take your kids and you have conversations about life while baseball is going. You can't do that in football. Maybe it's because it's 90 degrees out or it's 85 and balmy. And you got your shorts on, you got your libations in your hand, and you're just kicking back having a good time. Now picture this. I want you to imagine this. You're going down the highway, 70 miles an hour highway. You got the old guy, big, thick pop bottle glasses. He's going 15 in the left lane. Everybody behind him slowed up, honking the horn. People, five cars around you are speeding around, and you can't get over because everybody behind you is going around. You're mad as hell at baseball because they're going 15 miles an hour in a 70-mile-an-hour zone. They need to get up with the times a little bit. Speed the game up, for Christ's sake. It isn't that hard. You can make small changes to speed it up. And I think if you do a little small change here and there, like let's say uh, don't throw to first base 30, 40 times in between an at-bat. Because that happens all the time, 30 or 40 times. I'm just saying. I'm making numbers up. Here's what I think. I think we could probably meet in the middle. I think they could speed up the time to get to the mound – I think they could speed up the time between innings. I don't think you want to speed up a pitcher's mojo. I think I think that you have to let the game happen naturally. I also think that this generation, our generation, the generation before us and the generation after us could benefit by slowing down. That I can agree with that. Slow down a little bit. Right? Speed baseball. Slow down up, and slow have conversations, man. Slow down and enjoy the process. Right? A lot of people don't like baseball because they don't understand what's going on. That's not you. I'm right. not saying that. Right. But you know something is happening in every position and every pitch. Mm-hmm. Something is happening. And that is a thing of beauty. And just because we've got a generation of walk it like I talk it, Dr. Seuss, simple minded people <laughs> who want to speed up everything. Speed it up. Right? Speed it up. Doesn't mean that something that's been around for a hundred years and is a beautiful science needs to be messed with. So here's what I say. Let's speed it up a little bit. But when you go to the park, let's slow down a little bit. 
right? I, I can agree with that. I, I just think a game should should be less than three hours. Yeah, if we probably. Can, we can go there less than three hours, and we get some extra innings. That's a bonus. I got but you. But you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't need to go to the ballpark for I mean, four here, hours. Here's my thing, though. My ass is sore when I get about them seats. Here's my thing. Old man. Um, <laughs> the first place baseball needs to start, the first place, is with the giant hypocrisy. Oh, ye who advertise DraftKings. Yeah. DraftKings. Right. Legal betting. Yeah. On right. your outfield wall. Yeah. And my boy Pete Rose. Yeah. Is not allowed to be around. Free Pete. Reinstate Pete. Baseball well, needs to do anything. Start there. Well, here's what I don't get: is the Hall of Fame is an independent organization that literally has little little tie to Major League Baseball. They could put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame if they wanted. Right. But they don't because Major League Baseball, the hypocrites that they are, who advertise betting on their walls, but say, hey, this guy bet on baseball, we can't let him in, won't let him in, and barely let him go to damn Reds games, you know, unless it's something important like somebody getting inducted into the Reds Hall of Fame or right. something like that that right. he's not allowed to be a part of. Right. I mean, the dude, the dude wasn't a one-time All-Star. Okay, he's the greatest hitter in Major League time. Baseball history. All time. All right, we're getting off topic, but honestly, baseball, start there. Right. All right, what's the next one? Uh, well, hey, why, this is something that me and D both, uh, we uh, both uh, hold this one to a high esteem because uh, we know plenty, plenty of plenty of people from the, the uh, lackluster city of the Rust Belt, which we call Cleveland, and it is the uh, the uh, worst city in America. It sucks, mm. and we will tell you why it sucks. Mm. If you've never been to Cleveland, mm. don't go. Save yourself some time. Mm. Save yourself some money. Don't worry about LeBron. He will come to a city near you. Absolutely. Don't go to him. By the way, LeBron's from Akron, not Akron, Cleveland. Not Cleveland. Not Cleveland. Make a, a distinction. Akron is south of Cleveland. It's nice, too. And it's a nice city. It's not Cleveland. It's not nice where he was from. I mean, no. he came up in hard situation, but I'm just saying. It's different. It's different. It's like Fort Worth and Dallas. Right. Bones from Cleveland. LeBron ain't from Cleveland. Right. Right. So I travel often, as I mentioned before. Um, I work with people all over the country, a lot of people in New York City. A lot of people in Chicago, a lot of people in Los Angeles, and a lot of people in San Francisco. Uh, all over, really. And when they find out I'm from Ohio, the first thing they ask is, are you from Cleveland? <sighs> For some reason, Cleveland yeah. is out in front of the Ohio, yeah. um, it, you know, coming with Ohio. And, and it, it, what's crazy is there's two other cities in Ohio that are the same size or bigger. Those cities couldn't be any more different. You you know what you know why Cleveland's on everybody's mind? It's because the NFL draft's coming up, and we're all curious on how they're going to get up again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, funny. So when I think of people from Cleveland, and I will say this: if you're listening and you're from Cleveland, and you know me, uh, don't bomb my house. 
I'm not saying everybody from Cleveland. I'm just saying, listen, I've been around 42 years. Right. My dealings with people from Cleveland, about 85% of the time, it's not good. No. Right? No. So the 15%, if you're out there and you're listening, thank you yeah. for listening, even and, though you're from Cleveland. And we and, love you. Uh, but he, but here's three Cleveland. examples. And, and what it boils down to me, too, is loser arrogance. Yeah. See, if yeah. you see the like the Cavs are in the finals and they do a thing on Cleveland, these people have suffered. Yeah. They have suffered. Yeah. And you get these yahoos on the on the on the TV, and they talk about how they still root for the team. They do, but they're horrible to deal with, and they Terrible. think they know everything. Terrible. And they ignore facts. Right. They just do. So here's three accounts in the last. Call it month, month and a half, two months, at least six months, right, that I've had or seen with people in Cleveland. The theme is arrogant loser. Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf came out last week. Todd, you may have heard this. I did. They asked him what he, what he thought of the draft, what he would do if he was a quarterback, and he said, I would avoid Cleveland at all costs. I would do Facts. an Eli Manning. Facts. Right? Right. And nobody outside of Ohio blinked an eye at that. Nope. They have more quarterbacks than I can eat cheeseburgers. Yeah, they should not be allowed to draft quarterbacks. Please. It is literally where quarterbacks go to die. Right. Everybody knows this. Right. I flip on the radio this week going from A to B. Um, podcast ran out. I thought I'll listen to local radio. Yahoo on the radio has a take on Ryan Leaf stating the obvious. And, Todd, what do you think he said? Uh, how dare he? How dare he? Yeah. How, how, how dare he? How dare he? The audacity uh, of this man. I mean, it's like seeing the sky is blue. Who does not want to play for the Cleveland Browns? Okay. So that's the first one. The second one, we all remember Kyrie Irving and the villain that, that Ohio made him. How could he not want to be in Cleveland? So Kyrie, a couple months into his stint in Boston, says he's driving to the arena. He takes a look around and he says, man, I'm in a championship city now. This is the real deal. I'm so happy. First of all, he said nothing negative about Cleveland. Nothing, no, nothing. in that statement. Nothing. Right? Cleveland didn't even come out of his mouth. No, he just said Boston has a championship aura about it. It's a championship city. Okay, rewind the tape here. New England Patriots. Uh, Super Bowl every other year. Boston Red Sox. Uh, they've won a couple World Series here lately. Boston Bruins. Uh, they've won some Stanley Cups throughout the years. Boston Celtics. Oh, uh, yeah. All kinds of banners hanging up. Larry. Larry Legend. 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 Not Larry. No. Four years. No. Larry Legend. Larry Legend. That came out. What was the response from the people in Cleveland? Wait, wait, wait. Can I guess? Yes. <laughs> How dare he? 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 How dare he take on such a tradition? Of losing. Right. How dare he? Right. Lastly, I am not 
mature sometimes. And sometimes there's arguments on Facebook about Cleveland and Cincinnati and which is the better baseball city. No, I, this one's obvious. It's obvious. It's obvious. It's obvious. The 1975 Reds could play the greatest of all time of the Cleveland Indians in the snow on Lake Erie. Pick everybody from your history in their prime. Put them up against our one team, which right. is the GOAT. Which is the GOAT. Facts. Facts. And we would smoke you on your home on your home grass in January, and our dudes have the flu. We'd smoke you. Do you remember the Saturday Night Live skit? Todd Swartzky? Yes. The Bears? Yeah. We could put a bunch of mini reds against their best players. Like Mini Ditka? Like Mini Ditka. And we would smash them 75 to 0 because they don't have greats. They don't. How many great They have Indians good enoughs. They have okays. Right. Jim Tomey, Jim Tomey is okay. Right. Albert Bell was okay. Right. Right. Can you even name anybody else from Cleveland? Omar Vizquel? Vizquel or uh, Sandy Alomar? Right. Okay. Right. They're not great. Right. They're not. They're not great. They're not. So I proceed to tell these people, you're a football town. You have a World Series team. You have the fifth worst worst attendance record in baseball, and your team is going to the series. But but, but wait. But they're, they're the best baseball town in Ohio. Fifth worst in the league. <laughs> but you the have the worst. Worst NFL team. No doubt about that. No arguing. Over two years, and, it, and you could probably say of all time, all but time. we won't go there right. out of respect. Your team hasn't won a game in two years. You throw a parade. A parade. You're a football town, and not a good one. Not only did they throw a parade, but they threw it on top of the ashes of all the LeBron jerseys <laughs> that they burned when LeBron left to go to Miami. The horses crapped in the mashes. So I make the point. They don't clean. You're a, you're a football town. You're a football town. You can't even get people to show up for a World Series team. Literally, people came from Chicago to watch the World Series in mass. Right. Because you couldn't sell out your stadium. Let's go Cubbies, right? Right. You, a team had a hundred-year curse. You helped break. <laughs> Okay? You're not a baseball town. No. Okay. Lastly, what did I get as a response? Wait, wait, wait. One more time. How, how dare you? How, <laughs> how, how dare, you? dare you? How dare you? How dare you bring up facts? We don't go by facts in Cleveland. Look. We are the losingest team in reality. We are look. the losingest team in Hollywood. The thing about it is the Cubs had a losing streak, but they could rely on the Bulls. And also, Chicago's awesome, right? Better city. You guys act like you're New York City, and you act like yeah. there's something there that is yeah. that, that you can just arrogantly hang your hat on, Yeah. and you can't. Lake Effect Snow. That's what they got in Cleveland. Lake Effect Snow. Y'all couldn't even win a World Series in a movie. <laughs> 
Give me Vaughn! Vaughn could not bring a championship to Cleveland. The greatest pitcher in Major League history, movie-wise, cannot bring you a championship. How about the greatest fighter you guys ever had? Columbus had Buster Douglas. Had Buster Douglas. Beat Mike Tyson. Beat Mike Tyson in Mike Tyson's prime. Columbus has the Ohio State Buckeyes. Right. The Buckeyes. Go Bucks. Oh, Go Bucks. I.O. And then you guys have Irish Terry Conklin. Mm. The Great White Height. Great White Height. The Great White Height. Who lost to an out of shape and fat Mr. Roper. Damon Wayans. Mr. Roper. Knocked him out. The Grim Roper. 27 seconds in the first round. You can't even win in fictional terms. In fictional situations, Cleveland cannot win. Cleveland people write fiction where Cleveland people still lose. Still lose. <laughs> I don't get it. Cleveland. Somebody from Cleveland win, a, win, win one for Cleveland. So here's the deal. Let's say LeBron lose next, next, next couple months. Todd, what's your take on what Cleveland looks like? Well, Cleveland, first of all, if LeBron leaves again, will burn ashes of LeBron's jersey onto the horse poop from the Cleveland Indian or Cleveland parade. Weren't they eating horse They were eating horse poop up in Cleveland. Who does that? (laughs) Cleveland does that. That's who. That's who does that, Cleveland, right after their Browns parade. All right? Because that's how they clean up no, in Cleveland. No, it was Cleveland. when LeBron, Le, the LeBrons won I, the cha- won the. I don't the re- I, I don't fact check over here, man. Okay. I, yeah. Anyway, but anyhow, what's it gonna look like? It, the the river is gonna be on fire. They're gonna set the river on fire again, again, because it is it, it has happened in Cleveland, right. the only place in modern history to have a, a river, which is water that puts out fire, on fire. All right. A little bit of toxins in there. Right. And when, and when your city is solely dependent on one person to bring in income, you're going to look like a Scooby-Doo abandoned village. Zoinks! You're going to have a bunch of high dogs <laughs> and a bunch of hippie white guys <laughs> that just got off a Southwestern flight hanging around Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. The, I'm sure the, the couple that I hung out with. Yeah, I brought it full circle. You like that? Um. So anything about Cleveland else before we move on? It just sucks, and that's it. I mean, I don't, I don't have anything for Cleveland. Right. I mean, right. Hollywood ain't got nothing for them. I ain't got nothing for them. Okay. Right. So now we're going to go to last the, segment. The last segment. The O-Limbs. The O-Lames. So when we were in college, um, shots out to Sean Barrett. I think Sean, Sean Barrett was the first person. He could have been. I, I, I don't remember. I remember you and Adam doing it. Yeah. So, ooh, look at me, right? Yeah, the yeah. ooh, look at me awards. The O lames, as O-lames. I like. Yeah. Uh, when somebody was doing something for attention, Sean Barrett would call out, "Ooh, look at me!" <laughs> these, are people, these are people in society that we've picked out. I, I think the folk, the young folk today, in their skinny jeans and their non-baseball watching uh, selves, call thirsty. They are thirsty. You thirsty. You thirsty. Thirsty, son. You thirsty, thirsty, Duke. You thirsty. So get you um, some purple. This award goes to the person who either on social media or in the media or in general has determined 
that they want attention. And we said we don't get political here, but I'm going at our uh, odd couple. Yeah. Politicians. Okay. Okay. Starting beef. Oh. In speeches, responded no. in Twitter. Right. Crazy Joe Biden <laughs> and uh, and Donnie. Yeah. The heavyweight Trump. Yeah, you President don't know me. Trump. You don't know me, Duke. Get off me, son. You're going to go down hard. <laughs> when, when Twitter become a bar? First of all. Why is everybody calling everybody out on Twitter? Well, Biden did it in a speech. Right. Just for attention. Look at me. Look how tough I am. First of all, we need to go back. Okay, there's some things that are marketedly better mm -hmm. about today's society. Right. Right. Um, the fact that everybody we're trying to make everybody equal. Mm -hmm. We don't always do that. Mm -hmm. We try though. We try. We try. We try. Um, women are getting more, uh, more and more uh, accepted for who they are. People mm -hmm. are getting accepted for who they are. That's right. It's cool. So when people say we need to go back to the good old days, ah, yeah. I'm cool with everybody being equal. Right. But there was a time in the good old days when a man had a problem with another man. He didn't do it through a speech. No. He just showed up at the White House door and said, it's on, Duke. It's on. Take off yeah. your blazer. Yeah. I'll take off my blazer. Let's go in a room where the cameras are. Let's go a couple rounds. Yeah. We'll shut our mouths after, yeah. and it's done. Yeah, I am going to open hand smack you. Right. And then now somebody's right. got to die. Somebody's got to die at this point. Well, we could probably take that out. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> And just smack the piss out of him. You don't like Trump that much. Smack the taste out of his mouth and then go at it. But we aren't having arguments for the whole world. We ain't we ain't putting our business out on the street for everybody to see. Right. So the first Ooh Look at Me award goes to the fight of the century, Biden-Trump. Right. The undercard for the next Mayweather-McGregor fight. Right. Got to get more people to tune into that. Right. Um, second, LeBron suing... Uh, <laughs> Alabama because they quote infringed on his barbershop skit. Yeah. Listen, if you got the time, check it out. Undisputed. That's some pretty good stuff out there. And I do like the barbershop skit, but you're not the first person to do a scene in a barbershop. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there are scenes in barbershop coming to America as a barbershop. America. Scene. Shout out to Eddie Murphy. That was probably the best. Right. 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 Look like a bodo. Right. Um, His mama called him Cassius. I'm going to call him Cassius. That's right. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I use that for Bruce Jenner. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, Barbershop the movie. I mean, are Ice Cube and Cedric the Entertainer, are they going to take take up with uh, LeBron now and sue right. him? In Get Washington. off it, dude. Yeah. Seriously. You're not the first person to think that good conversation goes on in a barbershop. I mean, yeah. you're just not. So, ooh, look at me. I thought of it first. Nah, you didn't. Nah. And it was hilarious, like the dawn of college football. You and I have talked about this before, right. Todd. Right. At some point, your hate has to go to, ah, that guy's pretty good. Yeah. Right? I yeah. mean, he's won a lot of championships. He's yeah. probably the GOAT. Saban's good. I know you don't. we don't want to hear that in Ohio land, but the truth no. is, you'd take their record. Yeah. You would. Yeah. Um. So, you know... Uh, they asked the Don of college football what he thought of it, and he's just like, well, basically it boils down to this, folks. Uh, I didn't even know he was doing a show. Uh, he's a talented guy, but uh, not the first to do it. We're not infringing on anything, and we'll just assume keep going. So yeah. thanks. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't pay no damn attention to LeBron James. Yeah, we know. I'm Nick Saban. He should pay attention to me. Oh, wait, he is paying attention to me. Right. Because I'm Nick Saban. Right. Right. Those are my two Ooh Look at Me awards. What you got, All man? All right, man. My first Ooh Look at Me award happened this week. Matter of fact, uh, which made me change one of my Ooh Look at Me's. But we're going to give the first one to Conor McGregor. Ooh. Ooh, look at me. I showed up to an event I wasn't invited to with some of my homeboys, and we're going to wreck this bus. Why are you wrecking a bus? What did the bus do to you? Eighth grade style, son. <laughs> like, we just came into your football field and won. Right. <laughs> how are you going to WWE the bus with a steel chair, bro? Like, what what's the, what'd that do to the bus? Really? <laughs> What are you? What are you going to do? The bus does not have feelings. It cannot fill. I'm just saying there were 30 fighters on that bus and five guys outside the bus or six yeah. guys. Your UFC trained fighters get off the bus and get off the bus and regulate. S- look, if you're scared, regulate. That, look, if you're scared that he's going to get a boner on you like he did May- Mayweather at that weigh in. Family friendly, man. I know, but I'm just saying. He I did, mean, though. he did. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> That was the, that's the other reason why he's getting the Ooh, Look at hey, Me award. Hey, <laughs> hey, move on, man. All right. So anyhow, anyhow. Some tidy tights like the woman on the plane, man. Right. So, All right. Who's your other so, Ooh, Look at Me? So, so my last Ooh, Look at Me is Odell Beckham Jr. Ooh, Look at Me. Uh, I'm laid up dance. in a bed. I'm laid up in a bed smoking weed and eating pizza with two chicks. And when it gets out, oh, look at me. That's an old picture. Because <laughs> that don't happen all the time. Right. Nah, I've only been shaggy blonde for the past year, but that's an old picture. <laughs> there ain't no old picture, Odell Beckham. Just own up to it. We know what you're doing, son. Right. Quit smoking weed and eating pepperoni pizza, bro. You're a high-trained, highly skilled athlete that... uh uh. Eli Manning's going to need down the stretch coming up this year if you're still a giant. And I wouldn't blame them if they trade you. And hopefully they trade you to the Browns, to where you can go in obscurity. I mean, the Bengals will take you. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, he's got to be convicted first. Oh, right, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> got to be convicted first for Cincinnati and Texas, bro. Uh, that's a wrap, right? Yeah, that's a wrap, man. We are done. Thank you for tuning in to Honky Talk. Hey, just one second. Next month, yeah. All-NBA edition. Oh. We got the playoffs coming. It's yeah. an exciting time. Love uh, the NBA. One of our questions is going to be about NBA tough guys. Yeah. You're so tough, but I ain't seen a punch thrown in a decade. That's I mean, right. seriously. Right. Right. Pushing and shoving ain't hitting. Nah, that ain't fighting, and it doesn't no. make you tough. No, you ain't no Rick Ra- uh, uh, Rambus right now. Kurt. Kurt Rambus. That's right. Kurt, Kurt Rambus. Rambus would yeah, yeah. You ain't no Bill Lambeer. Even Kevin Garnett. He would he would roll. Yeah, he, he was probably one of the last. But sneaking into locker rooms yeah. and stuff. Come on, man. You ain't going to do nothing. Dude, I wish they would have gave them guys the uh, the uh, Bronx Tell treatment. Dude, I think. I think now you can't leave. Yeah. For real. Yeah. That's what they should have done. Yeah, let them in, lock the doors, beat the shit out of them, and then let them go. Because <laughs> uh, then they wouldn't sneak in anymore. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. We're going to talk about the playoffs. We're going to talk about who our picks are. We're going to talk about um, how much Golden State will win by if Steph's better. Uh, if not, maybe we have something else to talk about, but it should be interesting. Hey, thanks for joining. Um hey. 
Also, if uh, you got anything you want to add, please add it. Uh, hit us up on the Facebook. Yep. And uh, leave your remarks. Uh, you got questions? Hit us up. If, it, if it's if it's negative though, it go down in the DM. Yeah, it goes down in the DM. It goes straight to the trash. <laughs> it goes straight to Cleveland. Right. Right. So anyway, thank you for listening. We uh, we realize there's a ton of stuff you could be doing with your time. Thanks for spending it with us, and we'll see you next month.